Big idea. Community isn't that thing I do on Sundays. It is how I am who I am in Christ. I cannot be a Christ follower and not be in community. Our weekly identity statement, I am in Christ. I am one in Christ with my Jesus family. And our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. What is a blessing? A blessing is essentially an encouragement about someone said to them. It's a happy, life-giving statement. I like to think of it as speaking life. At the beginning of this 90-day journey, we talked about the word abracadabra. To refresh, it actually is a magic word. It means, that which I speak, I create. It's the idea of speaking something into existence. This is very much along the lines of a blessing. In Scripture, oftentimes the blessing was also a prophecy about what would happen down the road. Living in a continual state of blessing was God's original design. You can see it in the way God calls things blessed during creation. A blessing is a life-giving statement. Jesus, when he was teaching what we call the Beatitudes, was actually teaching blessing. Because a blessing isn't simply made up of words, but also something coming to life. So, when Jesus says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He isn't just listing the values and virtues of the kingdom, although they are that. At the same time, they are more. You can see in each statement the blessing and the fulfillment. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Jesus was speaking life. Abracadabra. Jesus used this same approach when he blessed Peter. Matthew chapter 16, verse 15, But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Blessed are you, Simon. You are happy. Some translations would even say lucky. Simon, you are lucky, fortunate, happy, blessed because of this understanding you have of me. Oh, but that's not all, Simon. This is also who you are, Peter and I'm going to build my church on you, and nothing can destroy it. Was Peter currently that rock? No. Did he have the courage to be the foundation for Jesus' church? Not yet. But Jesus still spoke it into existence. Peter did, in fact, become that rock, but he had to go through some major disappointment to get there. Abracadabra. Jesus offers more blessings in John 17 when he's telling his disciples they are blessed if they serve one another. And as he is giving his final instructions before ascending back into heaven, he lift up his hands and bless those who gathered there. Luke chapter 24, verse 50 and 51. But this blessing in Jesus is only the middle part of the story. 
I am in no way minimizing Jesus, but this blessing that would be fulfilled for us in Jesus actually started with Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Abram then became Abraham. Blessings and name changes also seem to coincide a lot in Scripture, probably because it changes your identity when you embrace it. After being tested, Abraham's blessing was clarified. I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Genesis 22, verse 16 and 17. But Abraham didn't experience the fullness of his blessing. He had one son, Isaac, through whom the blessing would carry on. What he showed God in that moment was trust that God would fulfill over the certainty of fulfillment in the present. And now, Paul tells us that this blessing of Abraham is, in fact, an ongoing blessing we experience today, after Christ. Galatians three twenty six through 28 So, in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Whose seed? What promise? Abraham's. Okay, that's a lot. Hopefully you get a bit of a picture about the scope and nature of blessings. Why? Because you are made in the image of God. Your words have the power to create life or destroy it. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. We have vastly underestimated the power of our words. God spoke and the earth was created. God spoke and things came into existence. We are made in the image of God. We are the only creation that has the power of speech. When you talk, you are expressing one of, if not the most powerful tools that exists in the known universe. The words you speak have the power to build up and the power to tear down. But even that is a limited understanding. Your words of blessing have the power to create an entirely new existence in the life of other believers. God may have given you a message of life that he wants you to share with another one of his children for the purpose of creating something new in their life. Are you speaking words of blessing and building? Or, like so much of our world, are you speaking words of death and destruction? Do you tear down another? Do you pick apart this person or that? Are you negative and pessimistic? Do you speak negatively of your leaders? It doesn't matter whether you agree with the leader or not, you are still supposed to be an agent of life for them. Romans 13 and Hebrews 13 talk about the way we are supposed to treat our leaders, and that would be good to go and read. My point is this. Your words have power. And in the words of the theologian Stan Lee, with great power comes great responsibility. If you have been given the power of life and death, choose to wield the weapon for life. Speak blessings. Seek to create a world of blessing all around you. Seek to be the person that lifts up and encourages everyone around that you talk to. 
and see if it doesn't just change the world you experience in the process. Our daily scripture focus, Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine yourself in a situation where you usually go negative. Imagine feeling the urge to pipe up with some form of tearing down. Now, imagine yourself refusing to participate and instead try to find a way to speak life to the situation. Second, reflect. Over the past week, how much of your time spent talking was positive versus negative? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your mind and heart about each of these areas. Ask God to help you be on your guard to catch yourself becoming negative and bitter. Ask God to help you change the way you talk and to have the courage to speak life to someone today. And finally, thank God. Thank God for the gift of creating. Thank God for the blessing He has given you through Abraham. And thank God for the life you are going to create today.